You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. Yeah! What the fuck is this? That's the one. Yeah! Everyone's watching. The sports as they are played. Many a wager into. That's gonna be three and for me this week, baby. Vegas Paul. Everyone's hoping the team will win tonight. When will our trash teams get it right? Get it right. The some Beers and Record on New Sports Cast. Yeah. What the hell else do we have to do? DJ and TM drunk on the big sportscast. I'm drunk. Yeah. We're gonna talk some shit and you can too. Just dial 708-316-8822. Get your take heard on the show. Let's smash some beers and go! Yes! Welcome, everybody, to a special edition, if you will, a Sunday night football edition of the Binge Sportscast. I am PJ, and as always, joined by my main man, TM. TM, what's going on, man? You you okay over there? You okay over there after today's... Yeah, uh... yeah, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, if I knew which Sunday this was going to be, maybe I wouldn't have agreed to the uh, Sunday recording, but uh, sometimes it's better to just get it over with, so here we go. And after some deliberation, we decided not to record tomorrow because uh, my Detroit Lions are going to embarrass themselves on national TV against an angry Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, so here we are. I don't... Let's see. I mean, don't. Uh, that's kind of what I expected today down in Miami, but I wouldn't say that we got beat by an angry Bills team. That's for sure. Um, but we'll get into that game in a little bit. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm anxiously uh, awaiting your. Ugh, I don't even. I don't even want to say analysis, but just your thoughts on it, because I just kept getting messages and texts, and then seeing the score, getting. Uh, notifications on Tua going down and uh Allen playing like shit and I don't know lots of lots of different things so excited to hear about it uh lots of NFL action today uh TM you've uh said that you had a good week good weekend with college sports uh yesterday and mm. had some good games um but the Bama general, train keeps rolling, bro. First yeah. half Bama spreads. I was going to ask they, you because that game ended up being close. It did, but not the first half. We covered again. That's uh, we, we were we were undefeated last season, and so far, so two out of three this year. But we didn't lose the third. They just didn't give us a spread in week two because of you know it's one of those blowout college games early in the season. So. Uh, Stayed away from it. We're probably not going to get one this week either. That's just kind of the way it works when they just play these games, you know, and these teams come in that are just trash. It's just for the other program, right, to get yeah. some recognition and play on the big stage, get on TV, and then just get pummeled. 
<laughs> you know, like 58 to three or whatever. So, well, that's always the joke too, is when a smaller school comes in and beats you, you know, Montana for Washington or who did Florida state lose to last week? Jacksonville state, or I can't remember. Uh, but the joke is, yeah, we paid them $750,000 to come beat us essentially. Yeah. <laughs> to just end our season early. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, so we're sitting here uh, watching the Chiefs-Ravens game, Sunday Night Football. Started yes. out with a uh, with a bang, thanks to Lamar, pick six. And I thought it was a... To, uh, it doesn't hurt to record on Sundays every once in a while when we get to, just because it's a better game for us to sit here and watch, too. I mean, you know... Sunday Sorry. nights, normally I record the game, and then if it's close late, I'll I'll watch, you know. But if it's if it's a bust, like last week, I didn't really even finish up that game. I just said, all right, the Rams are killed them. Yeah. Um, we get the better matchups usually on Sundays. Tomorrow night, obviously, we're all expecting it to be a blowout. Um, I don't know. You never know. Like you had mentioned pre-show, which we'll talk about tonight, too. A lot of Jekyll and Hyde from week one to week two. But you know what? This is – it's expected. The NFL – this is why I, try, I, I tossed around the idea of having a week one segment called, you know, week one overreactions because it's true every season. And I've said this to you before. I've said it on the show, and I don't stay true to it. But the best gambling – NFL gambling seasons I've had, I did not gamble till week four. I would wait three weeks, watch some stuff play out, and figure out – you know, a little bit more than you know, certainly going into week one. Um, and then even week two, I mean, you and I went four and two today, both went two and one in our pick. So that's yep. that's solid. And it's a good showing considering, um, you know, it being only week two and really only having one week of uh, really, you know, like visual information, if you will, or tape of game tape, because, you know, you and I spend all week analyzing the tape. That's why we're not picking now until saturdays because we got six days of tape to watch right we we need to we need to analyze and and do as much uh insider looks at these games uh you know or yeah i mean i got you going out you flew out um earlier in the week up to buffalo took that local flight just to check out you know i need you looking in on the bills yeah, how'd that, how'd that work for your team uh tm did did my uh you told me we were fucked (laughs) Did my did my messages me reach you uh, Miami? Me, you didn't tell me they were putting slick on the ball, so my team would never catch it. Because right. uh, oh boy, uh, but yeah. So we're going to talk. I watched more talent in college on Saturday than I did in that Miami oh, game today. Oh boy. Well, we will get into that. We will get into a little bit of college football. Um, get into our uh, weekly segment, the winners and losers of this week, which name is still pending. And uh, we'll check in on uh, some Google Voice. Uh, it's uh, Again, it's one of these Sunday night things. It doesn't really give everybody s- enough time to, to sit back and absorb and, and, and come up with a cohesive, I don't know, rebuttal as to why Kirk Cousins sucks or, you know, what happens with the Chiefs or why, you know, the Jets think they're okay. I, I don't know, man. It's tough. It's tough, but we'll get into all of that. Uh, now, pre-show, TM, you did tell me something we talked about last week that you did catch up on the uh, Netflix Untold Danbury Trashers documentary. So yes. 
Was it not amazing as Jim Law? Oh put my it? God. <laughs> it's a must watch for anybody who, I don't know. Do you like Sopranos? Do you like sports? Do you, do you hate most sports, but you like hockey? It doesn't matter who you are. Do you like Eminem? Just go watch this. It is fascinating. And it's amazing. My one buddy who's a big hockey guy, he said to me, I can't believe I never heard of this right. like while it was happening. And, you know, because Danbury's not that far from here right. in, you know, in terms of maybe like a two hour drive. So it's just like, what? The whole the whole story's fascinating. And um just I mean, the, the talking heads in it, I, I can't believe who they have. If you just knew the legal story, right, like just through articles and stuff, and then you get this documentary 15 years later or whatever, and you realize who the talking heads are, it's unbelievable. And I think that's like my biggest reaction to it is I can't believe the Jimmy character is literally out. Right. Or, that's you know. Yeah, you're watching it, and and it's yeah the fact that he is sitting there. It's 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 good enough or cool enough or you know fascinating enough that they get his son AJ, and they get you know ninety percent of the players or whatever. But then yeah, you're yeah, watching and like it. the whole team. They had Mike Rupp from the Devils. I know it's oh my god it <laughs> that was, blew my mind. As Law said, you go it goes thirty minutes. And you're like this can't get any better, can it? And then sure enough, it just ramps up into. Uh, you know the climax and then it just it's like explodes and you're like unbelievable i can't believe that that happened it was that fast that quick you know that uh, and that 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 meteoric rise and then a crash and burn it's it's yeah yeah i mean one season right right like you get you get i'd say probably 80 percent through the documentary and then all of a sudden they're like well, the only thing we could do to make up for this is to win the win the cup for that for this season. And I'm like, win the cup? You haven't even addressed like you have not addressed one result of one hockey game this team yeah. has played the entire season. Now all of a sudden you're in the running for the championship. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely right. They're they're playing games, and you think they're just a bunch of like you know fighting yeah, goons. They're enforcers. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, they're they're essentially top of the league and and i mean but it makes sense you know if they're willing to pay and clearly there's some sort of issue with the way that that teams are formed or or contracts you know i i just don't you know i don't know the the ins and outs of you know salary cap or whatever you want to call it but the fact that they're able to just sign whoever they want and find all these guys and it was awesome like you said rup and very good. I and and I don't want to get too well, deep they, into it, but I'll say one other thing though. When they brought when they started to highlight the NHL the, the um, lockout lockdown, right? Yeah. Lockdown, shutdown, whatever from that year, I'm thinking to myself, you can't get any guys from the NHL to play in this league. Like they're gonna be under contract. Whose agent is gonna go for this? But that's yeah, but I, I guess I, they really you know, they really didn't know you know, they didn't know what was going on at that level. I mean, yeah. Do so. their contracts become like null and void or or on on pause? You know, when they're in this, lo- I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, super yeah. fascinating. If you guys have not had a chance to watch it, go out watch it. It's an hour and twenty minutes, and yeah. I promise you, if you're if you're a hockey fan, if you're a Sopranos fan, or or you know, like TM said, just a general sports. If you want to watch something, and I think I've mentioned this before, my brothers 
always just looking for un I mean these untold sports stories and this is as good as it gets for yeah. something that as you can't believe happened when all of us were alive and you know sport fans if you live anywhere in the northeast like check this out because it was close to home and it's just it's unbelievable it's so good so good anyway yes untold what is it called crime crimes and punishments i think is what the official name is I believe Crime that is what, yeah, because yeah. the Untold is a series on Netflix. Because we had we highlighted the Malice at the Palace uh, last month, and that was episode one. Then there was an episode in between, and then I think I think this was three. But regardless, it doesn't matter. It's on there. Yeah, I think yeah, there's crimes a Caitlin, and crimes and punishments. Yeah, Sounds there's right. a Caitlyn yeah. Jenner one, and there's um, there's another one. But if you or if you guys, if anybody out there has watched any other or or you do watch them and you find out that there is a fascinating story to be told by all means call in or let us know hit us up because we're we're suckers for that type of thing oh yeah love them speaking of that tm i had this on our show prep from last week so did your boy ever ride the hundred foot wave i know six hours six hours to tell you whether or not he wrote it and i need to know well the the short answer is no um no but it's not just highlighted on one guy the whole surfing tour like professional tour gets involved it's really more about the location the beach and the waves that they surf at this specific location in portugal that's that's really more what the documentary ends up being about i also finished up the sixth episode believing there was a seventh and the way the sixth episode ended i was like all right one more Nope, there wasn't another one. Oh, so I'm, I'm assuming terrible. maybe it's not over, though. Maybe they're coming back for more. I got to look into it. I mean, like in terms of they they are done for the season or whatever, and they're just like we're gonna we'll keep keep pushing forward. You know, yeah, maybe they have to search, like they have to keep surfing to make more footage. <laughs> I don't know. To be honest that, with you, I was that a little, sounds, I was a little uh, left cold. That sounds like my end. nightmare, yeah. man. Like it's like one like watching the true crime documentaries that cut, like there's no I know answer I know. right They're, they don't yeah, find yeah. or it's like if you have information on you know John Doe call this number and that's what when Unsolved Mysteries came back on Netflix I watched the first episode and I'm like oh yeah they don't know this shit at all I'm sitting there oh. thinking like you know they're gonna find an answer. And it, it, it's unsolved mysteries for a reason, you know, my dumbass. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but making a murderer—that's the one that started this whole. There's just there's just too many. You get yeah. so let down. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, uh, I guess keep us updated because I will not be watching that unless you tell me that somehow he rides a thousand foot wave and the world. <laughs> some guys around. rode some eighty footers. It was. There it's amazing go. to see. Good. It's visually an incredible documentary, and these what what these guys do is just you, you know we ain't got the balls. Could have been there's, done there's... in a two hour documentary though. Yes, there you go. There it is. <laughs> All right, let's get into college roundup. Yeah, college roundup. PJ will break it down. Just give him time. College roundup. Yeah, man, got no fucking clue. He went D3. She. She. 
So we had a good uh, slate of games this weekend, TM. We had uh, Florida, Alabama. We had yep. Michigan State, early slate, Michigan State playing Miami, Florida. Mm. Um, and then the nightcap, we had Auburn, Penn State. And then just some mediocre games in between. But you said you had a good weekend. What games were you keeping eyes on? Like, what was the what was the talk of the town in Better's world? So, like I said, Bama first half, um, Bama over, which I covered by half a point. So that was a game I followed very closely. Um, I covered on Iowa, minus 22 and a half. That was a gift at the end. And Cincinnati was a big bet by my cousin and I. Um, And there's one other. Oh, Arkansas was another one that I kind of rolled. Just putting all these little parlays all over the place and just hitting everything. But your boys, Michigan, covered big. I didn't put money on Michigan State, but I figured they would win because that De'Ara King is just, just not very good. He's he's quite overrated. They're gonna what were they? They were twenty four, so they'll be out of the, they're out of the top twenty five now. Yeah, Um, yeah. But you know, it's. I was saying it on Saturday while I'm watching these games and stuff. It's just like, does it really matter after like the top five? Because. These teams win and lose all like like Oklahoma, for instance, it was seven three at halftime against Nebraska. And, you know, they're favored by 30. The over under is like 50 something. It's like what's going on in a game like that? I think Georgia. Georgia seems real, real strong defensively. So if they can continue to score, I mean, let's see them, you know, go up against. You know, a Bama or something, but. You know, I don't really – everybody seems a little weaker. Like Ohio State doesn't look as strong. Bama doesn't look as strong. Clemson's a disaster. I mean, yeah. yeah. So And it's, and it's this, early. I, I'm just right? hoping uh, – my like I just hope and I'm starting to see and hope that maybe we can get a little bit more of a wide open field this year, you know. And like that's, Florida, I mean, Florida's got a bunch of new kids in their, you know, skill positions and stuff. So – it was like an adjustment period early on, but once they just, you know, fought back a little and slowed down that initial onslaught that Bama gives you every week, they they were playing the better game. I mean, they beat that they won the second half. You know, it's just they gave up twenty one points in the first quarter to Bama, and then they won the next three quarters. Was it twenty six ten? So you know, you just got to kind of knock Bama back a little. They got a rookie quarterback. Their defense looks stellar. They got a kid. I don't. I. I don't want to waste time looking for his number right now. But a big dude, probably the nose tackle, looks like Sue, like Dominican Sue or something. Every time they needed a third down stop, this guy was eight yards in the backfield. It was unbelievable. I kept texting my brother. I'm like, I'm like this guy, number right. one pick. Somebody's got to draft this dude. He's a fucking beast. Um. And with these games, too. It's, it's, or, it's tough to talk about all these games because there's so many games. But I'm well, just trying to get a sense of, I mean, I'd like to get involved in a season here where it's not just Bama and every, you know, Bama, Clemson, Georgia, whoever, Ohio State, you know, and then everybody else kind of yeah. thing. And that's, we, as you mentioned uh, off the top, like, where you don't like to put money on games, especially like in the NFL early on. We've talked about this in the past is why they're even ranking teams until – week four, week five, because you still don't know. I'm looking at the rankings right now. You've got Alabama, Georgia, Oregon, Oklahoma, 
Iowa, Penn State, Texas A&M, Cincinnati, Clemson, Ohio State. Clemson and Ohio State both dropped even after winning this weekend. But then I'm looking down like Notre Dame is ranked 12th. They should not be. They shouldn't even be in the top 25. They are horrid. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they're 3-0. They're 3-0. I mean, but they, they, they won in overtime against Florida State, who then turned around and lost to, as I said before, you know, Jacksonville State or something like that. Um, right. they should have lost to Toledo last week and then they, you know, they beat Purdue, which is the bottom of the barrel of the big 10 right now. So they're only there because of preseason rankings, or maybe that's the better thing is don't rank anybody to start out and then just rank everybody with a clean slate because Notre Dame's not going to uh, be ranked. All right. Real quick. They are home to Wisconsin. Home to number that they're eighteen Wisconsin. Home to number eight Cincinnati, which I cannot wait to dump money all over Cincinnati in that game. At Vatech, home to USC, home to UN UNC, and then it's Navy, Virginia, Georgia, Texas. Okay, they're they're we won't have to worry about this team this year. There's no way they run this table. They're just they're not that good. I've unfortunately bet on them the first two weeks of the season and lost both bets. They're on the list. And uh, they're not going to do it. They're just not very good. The quarterback seems to be good, but, you know, just overall as a team, they, they're just – they're not – I think it's the coach, man. Yeah. And that's and it's – it's they have the – I'll call it the Michigan problem, right? They're, it's We talked about it last week. It's their name recognition. It's the school. And it's like they're just not good. And it's okay. That's okay. But they're going to get more notoriety – and, you know, you're going to get a fan base just like Michigan's terrible fan base. It's like, oh, we're just good because we're good, even though you're not. Yeah, but you don't have to rank them. I agree. I mean, they're 10th totally. in the coach's poll. Well, yeah, that's because the coach's poll is dog shit. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you brought up USC. So the other, other piece of news that we had this week is USC fired their head coach. And that was late last week, I think Monday or Tuesday. And the rumors all week long have been the Urban Meyer to USC. And it's just crazy to think. Now, I wouldn't put it past Urban Meyer because, funny enough, we were watching, uh, this was Saturday morning on, I don't know, whatever it was. uh, I think it was on Fox Sports or whatever. They had this, they do this football life show. And it was about Nick Saban, and it was just on in the background. It's, you know, well put together uh, documentary show. And they went through the Nick Saban and the Miami Dolphins thing, and at the end, they're showing where he's like, I will not be going to Alabama. I will not be going to Alabama. Saying it like 17 times, and then he goes to Alabama. <laughs> it's So anything that comes out of Urban Meyer's mouth, and just like when he wasn't going to Ohio State or – you know, when he left Florida, all those things, I don't believe a word he says or anybody else. So if Jacksonville goes 0-8 and they look terrible, could I see him, or even just at the end of the season, could I see him jump and ship? Yeah, I could. I could. There are coaches that are made for the NFL and there are coaches that are made for college. You know, I think it's the Jim Harbaugh thing. You can't, there are coaches that can't put up or there are coaches styles that don't bode well in the NFL. 
Because you're talking to grown-ass men. You're not talking to kids. And you're talking to grown-ass men that are going to be there for years where kids can come and go as they leave or as they please, essentially. And there was reports out of Jacksonville that apparently some of the players are getting a little uh, already fed up with Urban Meyer's tactics and how angry he gets. So that could be a very short honeymoon in Jacksonville. I mean, that's interesting to hear. I haven't heard anything on that yet, but I definitely know that in all the broadcasts and the fantasy podcasts I listen to and anything sports radio, whatever, everybody's always got to just make a quick comment like, well, Urban Meyer's not used to losing more than a game or two a season. So, uh, you know, we'll see how long that lasts. I mean, it's just like come up with some original content. I get it. But let's see what happens. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. Let's see what happens. Is USC really that appealing? It's not the SEC. But it is. What do you want to come back to the the actual conference that matters? Yeah, but what I mean, where are you going to come to? Right, USC is at least top of the Pac-12. Right, I'm saying in terms of Oregon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but Oregon's way up north. They're way down. I mean, it's it is the it's the it's the big school in the Southern Division. Right, no, I right. Don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It's just uh, it's interesting that it's already come out. This is before the today's game with Jacksonville, which they lost, and it's interesting to see what uh, what happens. You know, I wish nothing but terrible things for Urban Meyer. So, whatever. <laughs> Keep being an a hole. That's fine. That's fine. All right. <laughs> All right. The college roundup. College roundup. All right, let's get into uh, some BSV, and then uh, we'll jump into our new segment, and uh, we'll talk about some some games here. Uh, I'm still drinking. Seven zero eight three one six eight eight two two. Call us. Leave us your voicemails, your opinions, your thoughts on your own team. Call us and call us cocksuckers. I don't care. But at least don't don't just sit back and take it and then expect that uh, we're not going to continue to rip on your shitty team. Um, or do what this one we have one caller and I, I know it's early in the week so. I'll, I'll let I'll give a pass to everybody, but we did get one caller today after you know live feedback after the one o'clock game. Here we go. Hey boys, it's Goodrow calling. Oh uh, boy, on Sunday just watched the Jet game. Uh, am I pissed off? Oh, but I do want to admit that I wasn't disappointed. Uh, Zach Wilson played like garbage, and there's no way to get around it. He was way too aggressive. He was trying to play too much hero ball, and 
Belichick does what he always does. He keeps on looking quarterback. So, yeah, four picks is an awful game, but at the same time, Rome was not built in a day. And these are the kind of things you expect from a quarterback in his second year, again, in his first uh, year, second game against the greatest quarterback uh, coach of all time. So, you know, it is what it is. Defense did relatively well considering all the turnovers that they had to deal with. Sala looks like the only thing I questioned was kicking a field goal down that late. But outside of that, it's, it's part of the, it's part of the pain. It's part of the process. You just gotta, Jet fans, you gotta shut up and deal with it. You know, I don't know how else to put it. You gotta take the body blows, call them out when they play like shit, but you know what? If you're already trying to run this kid out of town after two games, then I don't know what to tell you. So, yeah, tough to watch, but who, who, what can I say? Like, the numbers speak for themselves, but it is what it is. Just got to move on, move to next week. And like I said, I'm not mad because I know where this team is at and where they got to go. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Talk to you guys later. All right. Thanks, Goudreau. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Anytime I hear anybody kind of complain about a quarterback after two games, it, I, it's really tough to, I think, shake, especially when you've got kids that have been the best of the best, playing with some of the best players. And I know it's not like Wilson, Zach Wilson was playing with uh, you know, he was Clemson right, or Bama, but – when in college, and, and he's playing against much inferior defensive competition as well. When you can just make those throws over and over, you that's it is it's a tough thing for them, you know, to to relinquish that hero ball, as you said. I mean, that's probably the hardest thing for these quarterbacks to deal with is getting, you know, not tr- not feeling like they have to do everything. Now, four picks, said, eh, yeah, you know, I mean that's. That's one thing, uh, but at the same time, you know, you've got a quarterback that was taken, what, 10 picks picks after with a team that, you know, for all intents and purposes, isn't anything amazing, but he didn't throw four picks, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, TM? I mean, these are these are your boys, not your well, boys, but listen, you know, your division. I mean... Do I enjoy this? Yeah, of course I do. But um, he, he's right. I mean, there are some people around this area that are just like on the ledge, completely overreacting, calling for a new quarterback. You know, they get bent out of shape last week because they lost to Sam Darnold. It's not like Sam Darnold threw five touchdowns or anything against you. He wasn't great. It was 1914, you know. Yeah, the point Goudreau's made in the past, and I think it is the most important point, is that Sala came in here. This organization with Adam Gase and whoever else before him is a fucking disaster, man. I mean, there's just, you know, there's one thing to be, say, Dave Gettleman, the GM of the Giants. He comes in, thinks he has more than he actually did. And draft Saquon Barkley second when he probably should have taken an O-lineman or a quarterback. Well, it probably would have been Sam Darnold at that point. But you know what I mean? Right. There, that's a mistake by a GM there, I think. And The luxury and the pick are, that he, they didn't have or they couldn't yeah, afford and, to give. Right. 
Right, and a disaster. They're, the Giants are a disaster. I mean, we don't really talk about Thursday night football a lot on this show, but the fucking Thursday night game. I, I, I do mean, want to talk. I do want to hear about it, though, for sure. Uh, I don't. I don't. I didn't really watch it either, but I just know from listening to sports radio on Friday. I mean, they went offside, right, on last uh, to end the game on a field goal, missed field goal, so they would have won. Right, I watched. Then, it was watching the end of the game. Yeah, Washington. Yeah, missed the field goal, but I mean, one of the things, and I'm watching that game, saying like. Oh, that's that's what the Lions would do, you know. And it's funny, yeah. and it's as you're talking about, you know, that you know, and talking about these luxury picks. I mean, that's what the Lions would do. Same with uh, the Jets and Gase leaving such a gaping hole in talent, I guess, on that team. Lions are in the same boat. There's just there were so many picks, so many bad picks. And and bad signings or or you know, lack of signings that you've just got to and that's this year I don't think I will a single time this year get upset at my team because I know there is just so little. It's called the a rebuild, man. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, you're going through it. I went through it with Miami. We're kind of coming, you know, we're coming out of it now. Hopefully. Um, we won 10 games last year. I, I can't say that. I mean, last year was a huge success considering. Um, but so, you didn't you, know, ex- you didn't expect 10 games last year. You were on your way up. You know, you had the coach yeah. in place. You had already hit bottom. So the 10 wins, I think, was a luxury in a, in a over, uh, what do you call it? You know. They overachieved. Overachieved. Thank you. Overachievement. Yeah, yeah. But in general, I think uh, – you know the Jets. It's it's a slow process, man. It's a slow. Listen, I said this. Process. I said I made a comment to you pre-show when it came to Miami, and I'm going to make it again now. In in terms of the Jets, and just in general, if you're an AFC fan, look at this game tonight. Look at the Chiefs. <laughs> look at the way this team moves the ball. You, you going to beat them? Then I don't want to fucking hear it, and that's that's kind of what my message is going to be in a little while to the Bills fans too. It's like good for you, thirty-five nothing. Make your jokes, okay? But this is this is the goal. And my even and of all people, my wife is the one who said it. She said it in a text to me today because we weren't together for the second half. She said, "I because I said this game is so disgusting to watch." I said. We stink so much more than you guys do, but you don't look great. And she goes, yeah, not for nothing. She goes, I, I, this is great, but I want to win a Super Bowl. I don't want to just beat Miami. And I'm like, thank you. Yes. I'm like, yes. for the first time, something – because she's the one who, after Matt Barkley or whoever their backup is now, had like a good game the second week of preseason. You know, there's idiots on social media saying, oh – well, Josh Allen's job is in jeopardy, oh, and she like makes a comment to me like, "Is he really not going to start?" And I'm like, "Just don't, just, don't be like that." You come on, like, two hundred fifty million dollars later, yeah, yeah, he yeah. is going to start. Yeah. So, I mean, you look at this game tonight. Look at these two teams, especially Kansas City, and it's just like, look, can you beat these? Can you beat them? Yeah, and there's some you other. Know? So, there's... as a Jet fan, what are you really getting up? To? You you drafted Zach Wilson. Never forget, Peyton Manning was one in fifteen. His first season. Right. Right. Yeah, now he's was, a Hall of Famer with two Super Bowls. So just that's how it works. Yeah, you know, and you have to go through this. Right. I mean, look at look at look at that great Josh Allen. I mean, he went through it and now he's like unstoppable. Just kidding. Oh, yeah. He is just 
lighten everybody up this year. Anyway, okay. don't bring that. We'll get up, in that. We'll get in that. We'll get into that later because there are there are a few we to that point. Tm, there are some teams that are making it look very easy right now, and they will be very difficult to beat. And we will get to that uh, when we get into the NFL segment. Uh, but before that, Tm, let's bust into the new segment. <laughs> name still pending. Drunk or sober. <laughs> Drunk or sober. Winners and losers, whichever one, we still don't know, but we're going to figure that out. And if I could find the sounder, it would help too. Here we go. it better this week than last week oh no, i love it we're, we're not going to change it we're just going to change the name maybe maybe you can re-record you can um you can dub over your uh winners and losers we'll figure that out yeah we'll figure it out the drunkers and the sobers i don't know we're gonna if you guys can come if you guys have an idea like we talked about studs and duds winners and losers you get the idea any suggestions, shoot us or call us in and, and give us an idea because it's, uh, I don't know. We don't want to, there's a lot of uh, shows out there that do similar segments. We're trying to be unique and we're having a really tough time. We've been texting about it all week and we can't figure it out. I actually personally like positives and negatives, but where negative being the positive because it's the COVID era. So if you're negative, right? You hey. like that one, no? You never told Too me that soon? one. Yes, I did. Oh, yeah, you, you did. Oh, I'm sorry. Text. Yes, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. All you right. want to uh, go first? Me? You? Me? You? Me? You? You? Me? You? You? Me? You? You? Okay. You, you. You? You? All right. Go ahead. All right. So, all right. Winners this week. Getting a negative COVID test this week <laughs> are, and, and it's too soon for football. So, I'm going to go with my Detroit Tigers, TM. Okay, and I had Ugh. I know I know you didn't want to talk about baseball because you're Mets and I I understand, and and you know what maybe I'll give a I'm gonna give a double because I had I had another one here, both baseball related, ex Tiger but my Detroit Tigers, still fun to watch, have now essentially won or tied with two division leaders this week. They took two series from Tampa Bay. And they mm-hmm. swept the Brewers over the week. They wow. are only five games under 500 right now. And they don't have shit. So I'm very pumped. I'm very excited. Lots of things to be, uh, you know, excited for for next year. Uh, I talked a little bit about it last week. And uh, the other th- the other one that I, that I had is an honorable mention. Uh, did you know that ex-Tiger Max Scherzer is essentially dominating baseball with the Dodgers. Yes. You know, these stats, right? Okay, so since going to the Dodgers, the trade that deadline, Max Scherzer, let me find him. Let me find him. I got to scroll up. Sorry. Sorry. Whoa. Whoa. He's an ex. Let it go to Westville. We'll listen okay. to it. Right. He's an ex-national. 
at this point. To me, he's a Washington National. You're right. He's from, I mean, all the greats pitched for Detroit at one point. <laughs> That's right. They did. They all did. But, all uh, at the same time, too, right? Uh, but, yeah, so Scherzer, since he's been a Dodger, has an ERA of 1.05, has a .81 whip, has 63 strikeouts, five walks in 43 innings. It's unbelievable. And this uh, guy's been – it's not like this guy's like in the prime of his career. I mean, obviously he is. I think he's 35, right? But, yeah, he is. I mean, yeah. he was on the Tigers in 2012. That's crazy. So, it's – I mean, good on him. That's just a, a shout-out to my boy, Joey Two Blue Eyes. Two Eyes. What do you got? Maxi. Maxi Blue – Two Eyes. Whatever. Max you has got to be like – you know, you're with an organization for like he was with the Nats for a while. They win the series, all that stuff. You get traded. You know, you walk into a clubhouse where you might know a couple guys, right? But I mean, you're there to really just. I mean, I just traded here to win, right? I'm here. I'm here to help you guys win. I'm here to play baseball. It's like when Rizzo was traded to the Yankees. He walks in and you know, this first three games, he hits two homers, three game winning RBI. You know. It's like when when you don't have the distractions and you're not too comfortable in your surroundings and you're just there to do your job. These guys excel. Like it's it's. I don't like the guy, man. I, I mean, absolutely do not like him. Obviously, he's been an enemy of the Mets since he's been on the Nats. And while we've had good success against him, you know, they won a series we didn't. I don't like the dude. So, but good for him. You know, yeah. You know, from a competitive standpoint, it's impressive to see. And you know. It's just it just kind of makes me a little nauseous. Like the Dodgers make me nauseous because I don't know. It's like it's like an NBA team. It's like LeBron going to the Heat or I don't know if that's even a good example. It's like just like when the Yankees. It's it's so weird to say that though because that statement doesn't even make any sense. I can't sit and be like, oh, the Yankees always win. They buy everybody. Well. The years that they won it was with their homegrown talent. So it's it's such a weird – I don't know what it is. So you know what? It's such a Dodger thing to just buy people, and I fucking hate the Dodgers. But the Mets do pretty well against the Dodgers. So if we could get there, but that ain't happening. All right. Well, I had to bring up baseball, TM. We can let it go now. So why don't That's we go – That's fine. They're actually, they're actually on ESPN. They just – they tied the Phillies. So win one fucking game. <laughs> Uh, All right, Tim, you go. Oh, yeah, who's, your, who's your winner for the week? Let's stay positive here. What's that? Oh, I have to. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I have to pick a winner. Oh, that's right. Okay, I'm going to go with Derek Carr and the Los Angeles Ooh. Raiders. Yes, because we sat here Monday night and watched them win at home against the Ravens team. We're now watching again tonight, and I'll say that. I mean. We really didn't talk a lot about that game while it was happening last week, but damn, was that a wild football game. Once we signed off, the end of that game was pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. And I didn't bet on the game last week, but I did pick the Raiders in a pick em, and I think the mentality was something I actually scooped up from a guy, a local – actually, he's on uh, Bill Simmons' Ringer Podcast Network now. His name's John Jastrzemski. I listened to his New York, New York show religiously, and he was like, uh, he just kept saying, I think I'm going to take the Raiders new building, really, because it's the first time they're going to have fans and, you know, it's just going to be an environment and stuff. And I was like, all right, I can get behind that. You know, that sounds like a good thing. And I think that did help them. But short week flying across the country to play a Steelers team that upset the Bills week one. 
you know, you're kind of like, like the Ra- I mean, how do the Raiders win here? You know, it just kind of seemed like Steelers maybe found their mojo again. Maybe this is going to be Ben's, you know, again, week one overreaction. But still, it was a big win for them in Buffalo. And for the Raiders, I followed this game all afternoon. And for them to consistently just stay every time Pittsburgh answered, they would answer again. And Derek Carr's got 800-plus passing yards in two weeks. Yeah, Good for Derek Carr. I mean, we always thought Gruden was going to replace him, right? He's still there. Yeah, there was when he Gruden came in, it was there was talks yeah. of a trade, right? Yeah, who's he going to get instead? Gruden yep. doesn't like him, blah, blah, blah. Now they're neighbors, you know? Um, so 2-0 and Raiders, I'm impressed. I think they, and we can, I mean, we'll probably end the show with this, but they are my most surprising 2-0 and team. Dude, uh, how many okay. people did I hear, a quote-unquote expert, you know, air quote experts, say there's no way the Raiders win more. Their over-under was like seven games. And everyone's like, under, under, under. And I love it. That's great. I like it. I like it. I like them 2-0. Miami's got to go out there this week. Thank God I didn't buy tickets for that game, which was a big plan by my family before COVID. So, But, yes, Raiders, my winners this week. All right. Uh, Loser. Go ahead. You can use mine. It's fine. I've got plenty. Oh no, no, I'm not gonna. I, I, I can't use your team. I can't. I can't. Uh, Why not? Because I didn't watch the game. I can't. I don't know. I still. Because I want to get your input on. It. I can't. I can't go that far. I cannot go that far. All right. Um, but I will go with somebody. So this is this isn't because of their necessary week two performance. But essentially going from the highest of high pedestals to the lowest of lows and and really having the, we thought who, you know. Or they are they who are, we thought they yes, were. They, they are who we thought they were. So my loser of the week, and I'm sorry because I love this man, goes to Jameis Winston. I'm sorry, uh, Jameis, man. I thought it was your I'm boy. Sorry. He is my boy. <laughs> he is my boy. But. It's, he is who we thought he was. Yeah, 11 for 22, two interceptions. You get your doors blown off by the Carolina Panthers. I don't know, man. If if you are sitting there as a Saints fan, are you are you now like, uh, ugh. It's like the, the chick you bring back from the bar who's all done up and you know, you see her the next morning without all the makeup on. You're like, Ugh. wait, you're the know, same I know, person? I don't, I don't know what that means. What? I don't know what you're talking about there. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. So, Jameis, <laughs> I hope that you can maybe next year. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. <sighs> Tim, how did you get in? How did you get in there? How did you get in that bedroom at that time? And you can't stop anybody. All right. Well, Jameis, I hope you can prove me wrong, and maybe you'll come back on the winner's side of things next week. But for now, I, I still love you, man. But you you took a you took a hard hard tumble, man. Hard tumble. Nice. All right, TM. Uh, my losers. I have a tie, and they are both my favorite teams: the Mets and the Dolphins. Where do I begin? Okay, the Mets. Oh, they. 
the Mets start this previous week with an opportunity to play the team in front of them, the St. Louis Cardinals, and then this weekend, the Philadelphia Phillies, another team in front of them. Wild card picture, we're talking four games out at the start of the week. Well, they are tied 2-2 tonight, and if they lose, that is 0-6. Cardinals swept this out. There was a game Tuesday night. I posted about it on our Facebook page. Everybody lost in front of us, the Braves. The Phillies, the Padres, and then it was us against the Cardinals, and we blew a game late. We blew the game late. Baez homers in the bottom of the ninth to tie, and I don't know. I was like seven to four then going into the bottom of the tenth. We scored whatever seven six, so it, it added to our record breaking. I don't know nine or ten straight one run game loss streak, which is just. Uh, it's so stupid because um, we lost 7 nothing on Monday. So what are we making up all these streaks for? Okay. Let's just talk about the fact that we just lost five in a row. Oh, it's so fucking annoying. Baseball is so annoying. To me, it, it ended Tuesday night. The Mets are losers. Clean house, please. Everybody, I think everyone is available except DeGrom and Alonzo. I, I, and, I, and I like some of the guys on the team, but please, just – Make the necessary changes here. Get us a manager that knows how to manage. I mean, uh, nobody cares. I'm not going to get into it. It's it's done now. But I, I was so bent out of shape on Tuesday night. It's just it's not even worth talking about. Okay, so on well, to least, the Miami least, Dolphins. I was going to say at least you can at least you can you can let it go. And... It's just it's 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 a frustrating year. Let's just close out the season as it is. It's a frustrating year because I watched so much baseball this year. It's ridiculous how much like spring and summer baseball I watched. And I kind of always knew it was going to come crashing down, but it's like, it's all based on this one, two week span where we lose nine of 11 to the Dodgers and giants and the Braves get to smack. I think they played Baltimore, Washington and Miami. They won nine in a row and we lost nine of 11. There's your season. I mean, granted, we probably had the opportunity to be up 15 games in the division, but there were so many bad losses. We're just not a good team. We're an average team in the league, like most. I mean, the Braves aren't winning the World Series. The Phillies aren't winning the World Series. You know, the National League is the Dodgers and everybody else, let's be honest. And the, the, the stronger teams are in the American League. But it's – I think it's a it's – a, except for certain teams like Tampa and the Dodgers – the Astros, and I guess like Milwaukee. I'm trying to think of the teams that are like twenty game, twenty game leads, twenty games over five hundred, if you will. It's a lot of parity in the middle of MLB, and just a lot of mediocre baseball, really. So, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. I didn't expect to be in the playoffs this year. Uh, Lindor is a huge disappointment first season, although he's actually come on pretty well lately. It's just kind of all been. A big fat disappointment. Anyway, on to this afternoon. Another uh, big fat no, disappointment. No, no, we can't. No, no, no. Let's hold. You got to. Right, right, right. Let's I'll let's shelve the Mets, that. The Mets are my losers. The Mets we'll give are my the Mets. losers. I mean, we can we can talk as much as you want about. No, 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 no. We'll talk here, enough yeah. about. You're right. You're right. Kick me some NFL and let's go. All right. Well, we did as you probably heard. We did. We received a call. Oh, okay, we were, okay. Let it. Yeah. As we were getting into it, um, and actually, you know what? We'll hold this because I know who it's from. 
we'll uh it's going to be part of the nfl segment here so let's just get into it and uh we'll go from there oh i don't know what i did with your new new oh here it is here we go whoa, 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 NFL roundup. Whoa, 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 an nfl that's the one yeah. that's, uh, that's great yes yes just for me just for me thank you tm Under. what <laughs> unbelievable ah <sighs> oh, the nfl Let's start with shitty one o'clock slate, man. So yeah. we can probably get through that real quick. Well, I want to start. <laughs> I want to start with Thursday. So what was yeah. the? I don't, it doesn't really matter. But apparently, one thing that I was I was doing some work, or I don't know what it was going about. Apparently, there was some brutal injury that I didn't see, and they weren't showing it. I never heard of what it was, or I, did you? Did you? Oh, you didn't watch the game, so you probably don't know. But apparently, there was some bad, you know, leg injury, similar to like a DAC injury or a. Uh, what's his name? I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't seek it out Alex if I heard Smith. about yeah. it. You know what I mean? So I don't uh, like looking at that stuff. Oh, there's. They're showing Andy Dalton's halftime here. Uh, Chiefs Ravens twenty-one seventeen. They just showed Andy Dalton tweaking his knee. So uh, can we just talk about how uncomfortable Drew Brees is in that chair? He definitely does not look. I mean, last week was great when he had to talk about Jameis. And then this week, I don't know. How is he going to talk about Jameis this week? He has nothing to say. He's <laughs> like, told you so. Uh, anyway, so what is the what is the New York vibe? I guess give me give me the vibe on both oh, New we're York teams about the right Giants. now. Yeah, the Giants and the Jets both. Like, what is the what is the vibe? Well, in look, the as city? much as Goudreau explains to us, you know, his vibe compared to the Jet vibe, the Jet fans are just idiots. But oh my God, Giant fans are so angry. It is hilarious to me i don't know what it is about how i enjoy giant suffering i have so many close friends who are giant fans family members but I, it's probably just because they've won four times in my lifetime that when they suck it's like eh, good for you what do you care you fucking win every five years um they are just they're upset with the coach they're upset with they're just, they're not upset with the quarterback. Let's just say that. Um, but the defense was supposed to be some special thing. And, uh, so far no bueno. So, yeah. and it's, uh, there's a, there's a lot of that. It's Lots like Saquon to too, about. you know, and, and I saw there was that clip going and, and I don't know if you saw this, I'm sure they talked about it, but Kenny Galladay getting in Andrew or Andrew Daniel Jones's face. And it's just, it seems like they're constantly, and I don't know if it's the New York thing, but they're, you know, paying Kenny Galladay to come in there and be a average. But Kenny Galladay didn't even like really participate in preseason. I mean, right. I couldn't believe he was on the field week one because the word around here was that he never took any snaps with Daniel Jones in hardly in practice. So it was like, how is he even going to be a factor? So the fact that he had any catches in week one, I was actually like, oh, really? No kidding. Yeah. Because I like passed over him in every draft. I'm like, I'm not taking this guy. They're saying he's not even practicing. Right. I mean, he and he hasn't last year. He only played four or five games for the Lions. And in all honesty, I mean, he's a he's a good, good kind of, I don't know, big receiver. But I don't he never super impressed me anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they, that's the again, 
they're so what I the way that I take the Giants is they think they're better than they are, which I think in the long run is probably going to hurt them. Whereas the Jets, I hope at this point understand where they're at, similar to the Lions, and are doing the right things to get themselves better. The the Giants have started zero two now in seven of the last eight seasons. Oh my god! Yeah, and. <laughs> So talk about a fan base that has had enough. And, you know, Daniel Jones played for Duke. Daniel Jones, I don't know, he, you know, he hasn't really, this is his third year. I mean, this is his his year to shine. They have a horrendous offensive line. You know, Evan Ingram's a huge disappointment. Saquon's done nothing. I don't care what you say, Chetsy. He's still fucking useless, okay? Him and Beckham. Your top five, my ass. I want you to play five minutes, Beckham. Fucking loser. Um, but that's the whole. Th- you know, it's just it's a disaster. Joe Judge is in there trying to do the Belichick thing. He's throwing challenge flags week one on plays you can't challenge, and so it's a disaster. The the it's it's solid sports radio because people are just losing their minds, and so that that's what I take it for. It's solid entertainment for me. Good. Well, it'll be interesting to keep an eye on both those teams, um, not for any other reason than you know, kind there'll of be no, how they be progress. No, there'll be no banners hung in in, in uh, MetLife Stadium that is after true. the that season, that's for sure. Uh, all right, so on to the 1 o'clock games. We had uh, – it was – when I heard on the radio driving around today, it was, you know, Lions-free Sunday because the Lions play tomorrow, obviously. And then sure <laughs> enough – Sure enough, one o'clock PM. Who is in front of all of our faces? Ah, yes. None other than Matt Stafford. Him and his glories. Hey, by the way, did you see him at the Dodgers game rooting on Clayton Kershaw? Did you know they were buddies? God. (laughs) I did know they were buddies. I don't know why I know that, but I did. We've all been told. Why does it keep coming back to the Dodgers? The Always. new ill and I. What? What was that? What was that? Exactly. Cut it. You can use it. But I don't know how much of this game you watched, TM, or how much you heard, but I'll tell you one thing. There must be some dick sucking going on there. I don't I don't understand. You Stafford, I, the I mean, Stafford, Yeah, Stafford is literally the greatest quarterback to ever play. Ever. He is. I mean, he's better than Mahomes. He's better than Tom Brady. He's the best quarterback to ever play. Well, he is. You just, you guys just didn't know. Nobody knew because he was up in Detroit rotting yeah. away. That's right. That's right. The greatest quarterback of all joke. time. Oh, poor, I just say poor Carson Wentz. The four guys on the other side of the ball here actually keeping this game close, leading at one point. Yeah. And friggin', he's the one that's got to get hurt. And then they just keep the dick sucking going with. Stafford. With, uh, yeah, Stafford. I mean, what did uh, McVeigh said in the press conference? He's like, I need a drink. It's like, shut up, dude. <sighs> yeah, it was. I worry. I tell you, though, man, I'm I'm starting after two weeks. That's the team I'm kind of sitting here going, oh, boy, here we go. Like they're they might be the last undefeated team with the Chiefs. Let's see. I mean, I haven't looked ahead at schedules, but the Ram the Rams are legit. There's no yeah, doubt there's, about it. That's the thing is they're. No matter how you look at it and has as bad as they may look for stretches in games, it will always be very difficult to put them away. Even if they're down or they're up. And like today, 
I mean, that that play, they ended up, uh, you know, getting deep in their own zone, had to punt from their own 10-yard line, and I don't know what the fuck happened. They're, the the guy, you know, on their punt formation, the guy, and I don't know what they're called, the guy behind the line shifts in the way of the long snapper, and it, the long snapper hits him, and it falls into the, the Colts' hands, and they score a touchdown on essentially, you know, a fumble in the end zone. And otherwise, that game was over. Um, oh, sc- wow. I didn't see that play. God oh, damn. Yeah, dude, that's how. That's why the game was what it was. It was 21 to 14 at that point or 21 to 10 maybe. I don't even remember. But the Rams were punting up 7, up 10, and the Colts essentially got a free 7 just like that. Otherwise, that's what I was thinking that I was golden on my picks this week. My Rams yeah. up 7. You know, good defense, good offense, and sure enough. But that's the NFL. That's why it's it's tough to win money. Tough to win money. That's but, gambling, right, exactly. <laughs> and Stafford played okay. I mean, he had a he had a pick and um you know, Wentz I think was kind of keeping up with him. He didn't do anything super amazing, but that's the Rams don't need that. They need somebody who can just do enough, you know, make some good. And the thing is, the difference is in watching golf the little bit that we have and just seeing him, Stafford does make some amazing throws. His arm talent is is awesome. Yeah. But, you know, he was 278, two touchdowns and a pick. And, you know, Wentz was 247, a touchdown and a pick. It just, you know... I think it's just fascinating that Carson Wentz is on the field. I mean, that that might be over now, but he wasn't supposed to start the season. No, not at all. He was – well, because he got hurt at one point even in preseason, didn't he? I mean, he was – Yeah. He was banged up early, and then he's there. And I, they brought this Jacob Eason. I don't even know who this guy is, but this uh, this this Colts team, you know, it's I think they're going to – they're going to give a lot of people fits, but I don't think they're going to win very much. But we don't need to talk about that game very much, except for the fact that it was just in all of our faces all day long. There's just going to be a, a sad documentary on Carson Wentz one day, and it's unfortunate. I hope he can – I don't know. I mean, is he really going to ever win a Super Bowl with the Colts? But I just I, – the poor guy. <laughs> it's just such a shitty situation. But he's, anyway. He's won a Super Bowl on the bench. Yeah, I'm sure that doesn't motivate. I'm sure his not, motivation did not subside after that. Yeah, that's not, he's not, not um, the thing that he's hanging on his wall. Like, yeah, hey, remember when my backup came in and won the Super Bowl for us? That's great. Yeah, and him and Drew Bledsoe are like cheers across right. the bar. <laughs> so, yeah, other 1 o'clock games we had. Well, uh, look, we covered the Saints-Panthers. We covered yep. Raiders-Steelers. Um, just as far as the results and, and the surprise of it. Patriots. Like uh, Goudreau called in four t- four interceptions for Zach Wilson. You know, I-, I watched a lot of this game because I bet on New England. Uh, Mac Jones was he's fine. I mean, they're they're doing what they got to do. I mean, they're a heavy run team to begin with. Ha- um, Harris had a good game, um, but like Aguilar and and Myers and even Hunter Henry had some catches. I mean, like you know, to just they get open. They're they're a good team. You know, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl or nothing, but New England's going to improve, I think, as the season goes on. That was an easy bet. 
Browns had a little bit of a first half scare with the Texans. Actually, yeah, Texans that was were 14, up, right? 14 going to half, right? Yeah, um, and, um, and Teddy, no OBJ, or not Teddy. big Landry injury. Landry went out after yeah. a cat one catch. And didn't uh, Tyrod went out as well? Uh, Tyrod did not play the point. second half, yeah. correct. Yeah, that yeah. might have that might have been. I mean, obviously, was the difference Could have in been, Yeah, I, mean, I also maybe, got a notification yeah. at one point that Baker went out. I don't know how serious it is, and this is the issue with us recording on a Sunday: is that all of these guys who go down, you don't know the seriousness of their injuries. You don't know, you know, uh, their day to day. Just a just a tweak, uh, any of that stuff. But yeah, I think at some point the uh, the Browns the Browns uh May Baker went out but I think I mean the Browns you know they may be one of those teams I mean their defense is solid they're uh obviously they've got weapons and you know I, I think if they can keep their heads you know in the right place you know then the Browns right. need to beat the Browns need to beat the teams they're supposed to beat. like if they beat the Bengals twice and then they probably should beat Pittsburgh once at least. They should beat Baltimore at home once. Like they, you know, because they yeah. lost, they were close to the Chiefs. They need to get as many wins as they can against the inferior opponents and get themselves into a decent position in the postseason. Yeah, play a home game, right? Yeah, and, yeah. You, you know, because win a home you know, game and they're everybody's darling this year. Everybody loves them because they they played the Chiefs tough with you know one leg Mahomes in the playoffs and. Then week one, they basically have the same experience again. So, you know, but there, there's some – wow, look at this touchdown. There's there's some – Pringle, baby. I love this guy. I love this guy's name. Um, there's some – I don't I, – I, like, I think OBJ is just a huge question mark. I mean, he's yet to play. Is, is, he, is it better for them that he doesn't play? I mean, I'm inclined to think yes because I think he's a – Head case, he's a serious personality issue. Um, but now that Landry's out, like they're starting to drop players here. I mean, right then, then it becomes an issue, right? There's, it's yeah, one thing yeah. if, if you've they're got both out, you've got a bit them, right? of a problem. You know, it's going to tough, tough to come from behind with Hunt and and Chubb. But man, is Nick Chubb good? Like real good. So, you know, good for them. Yeah. And they, um, I and, they, and I know the there's. You told me Fields came in for the Bears, though. I didn't. I didn't catch that. Yeah, and and at halftime here, this game, they they showed him tweaking his knee. Dalton, Andy Dalton, Dalton. tweaking his knee. Right. Yep. Yeah. And so Justin Fields came in, which you know I think is is not a terrible thing. They ended up winning. Um, Burrow had a terrible day. Uh, it looked yep. like he had, yep. and it was he had a couple of uh, deflections that turned into ints and. I don't think the Bears are any good. I, you know, I don't think the Bengals. I, I, there's just so many of these middling teams, right? I mean, just like these teams that that don't know which way which way they're going to go, and we'll find out. It's early. Uh, well, the so Bengals are come. I mean, they're a rebuild. He's a number one pick from two years. I mean, he this is his second season, and he's coming off uh, an ACL tear, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Whatever, whatever his injury was at the end of the year last year, uh, but they had you know, a good win week one. Yeah, actually, yeah, against uh, them Vikings, right? So yeah, yeah he had he, so. had he had two touchdowns, three picks, and, and again, that's I there were two of them. I think were deflections. One of them was a pretty bad pick, and um, they got down early in the game. It was seven nothing at half, Chicago. But I think for Chicago and for Bears fans, this is what you want. 
get Fields in there, let him, you know, and your team's not so bad. This is the one thing that you worry about with somebody like a Zach Wilson is when your team is so bad, you can kill a quarterback, right? You can essentially Sam Darnold. Right, exactly. You can you can kill all of his any of that, mojo. that moxie, right? That's <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, his, his mojo, mojo, his confidence, like, and and hit the fan base's excitement. Like, oh my god! I mean, the Zach Wilson jerseys in this area, people are losing their shit. They love them. So, I mean, Goudreau is always quick to point out the negative Jet fans. I honestly wonder where he, like, what his source is for that. Like, you know, where he is online. But I know it's out there, but. From what I listen to, like the radio, the Jet fan radio personalities, they they you know Seem they're giving him handies right and yeah. left, and I, I mean, there's jerseys everywhere. So I, I think the majority of the Jet fans understand, but I understand what you're saying. Like, and I think that I think that Bengals fans are excited overall that they got Joe Burrow right. And then this, can we talk about Jamar Chase for a second here? This guy is oh, the yeah. drop king in preseason. Again, another guy just glossed over him in every draft, and he's got what has he got? A long touch, a long another fantasy one, yeah. touchdown, two weeks in a row. Yeah, another just forty-two yard. Kill me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have had him on every roster. But I mean, at the same, I mean, he had two catches today, so you know, don't get too I don't care, overhyped. PJ, on it. from a fantasy from standpoint, touchdowns one of them was all for forty need, yards, bro. That's right. Forty and a touchdown, <laughs> it's eleven points. Let's yeah. go. That's more than than Tyler Boyd and. A lot of other hammers on my teams. <laughs> well, that's no. funny because Boyd had seven catches for 73 yards. A pretty respectable uh, day. But he didn't fucking... bench them like in every league for people that I don't want to mention. A... But <laughs> but no, I know what you're saying. There are these meddling teams in the middle. But Bengals and Bears could kind of be in the same situation. It's like at least you got like you're, you know, like this is and this is going to bring up the Miami thing with me when people not to name names in certain chat groups who are shitting on my boy. And it's just like, I'm trying to sit back here and see what I have. I don't know where you have determined this opinion off of eight games or nine games. Yeah. You know, it, you know, Joe Burrow played how many games and then he snapped his leg. So at least he got like 12, 13 games. A lot of these guys, you know, Zach Wilson's going to get a season if he doesn't get hurt. Josh Allen's had three seasons. Yeah. You know, Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson. Okay, so he can run all over the planet, but you can go 14 and two and still not win the Super Bowl. Like, do we really think? I mean, in my personal opinion, Lamar Jackson has is has reached his height already. Like, I don't know. Yeah, he's not going to. I don't think it works enough to win a Super Bowl. Although that's what they were just showing on this game, you know different ways to do it right and it's essentially like the two best quarterbacks you know of these young quarterbacks and running and passing and all that in, but it's, in, it's, it's incomparable the position I, is meant to throw and he can't yeah i mean look at tom, um, look at tom brady tom brady can't fucking move years, yeah well, how many years, yeah <laughs> tom brady can't run yes he ran one today though i loved it um but listen baker mayfield what is this his fifth season yeah. You know, and just yeah. last year he he kind of came, came into his own, it. but yeah. he's not putting up three hundred a week and four touchdowns. No, and it, the thing is, is if 
if you've got the team around you, you don't need to either. And, and yeah, and this all this plays back to your point. I mean, look at Mac Jones today. He serviceable, you know, two hundred something yards, and it's okay because he didn't turn the ball over four times, and your team won. And then you're saying Stafford, okay, he was fine, two seventy eight, two touchdown. You know, like these Bills fans with with Josh Allen. Like he has this fantasy season last year that is just unheard of. And now all of a sudden they can just, you know, they're quarterback ex- experts and they can just shit all over everybody else in the league. Now, those of you listening that know I'm a Tua, I'm a Dolphin fan, I'm not like fucking oozing over Tua. I've barely even gotten to see the guy play. And even last when year does- when you did, right, you guys, I mean, it was it was very uh, restricted. Maybe I don't know what PJ, the better word me, is. Yes, they, yes. Let me tell you today. He got hurt on probably second offensive drive. There were there three pass plays where a Buffalo Bill was untouched in the backfield within two seconds. I mean, our offensive line is so bad that I don't care who if Brady's back there, he's not doing anything. You know, I mean, the Giants won two Super Bowls against Tom Brady by rushing the shit out of him, and he had no time, and he was pedestrian and didn't score 20 points. So I'm not going to sit here and judge this kid because there's there's nothing to go on. Yeah. And and so you know, he's getting he's brought in and out of the season last year with Fitzpatrick, which was because and, and that was a, that has a lot to do with what we discussed earlier, saying that we overachieved. We didn't expect to win all those games last year. If if we had just been pedestrian, he would have started every game. But because we were in a playoff race, he kept putting Fitzpatrick back in. So yeah, would have been would have been better if you guys. Fair, yeah, I, I don't think yeah. the kid's gotten a fair shake yet. I, I just want everyone should just go back and remember where this kid came from. I mean, he came in as a back. He basically braided Jalen Hurts in the national championship game, and it was one of the most incredible performances by a quarterback in college I've ever seen winning the game in overtime and then goes on to dominate until his hip gets broken. And then he's a number five pick. He's on Miami and the kid hasn't even played 10 games yet. Now we're going to friggin' judge the kid's career. I mean, can we just calm down for a second? He obviously is talented. Dude, I think today, I mean, Bill's fans or, or. But the, what's so irritating about it is that, it's 14. Okay, first of all, it's 14. Yeah, I was going to ask, yeah, let's tell me about the game Devontae a little bit. Devontae Parker drops a touchdown in the end zone. I mean, I'm still not over it, dude. It was in his hands. Like, I, I just can't take it. And when, that's like, so when is that? Of, <laughs> when is that guy going to do something? I don't know, man. <laughs> but it would have been, it would have been 14 7 at halftime, you know? Yep. And it's a different game. Second half, though, the Bills came out and they just they they kicked our ass. But again, there's no not like I'm saying Tua was the answer, but it's Jacoby Prissett. And the team's dropping balls all over the place. Jakeem Grant had so many drops today. Albert Wilson. Oh, my God. I, I mean, the guy, it's just first down. It would be first down inside the five drop. It, it just there's just way too many. It was disgusting, and the offensive line's disgusting. We were putrid. The Dolphins were absolutely disgusting today. 
But the Bills were not that much more impressive until they ran away with it in the second half. But by yeah, that, so how point, did that game? How did that game turn out? Because the when I when you and I were texting a bit, I saw fourteen nothing, and then the the next time I looked, it was thirty five nothing. And then I'm looking at these stats like Josh Allen. 17 for 33 for 179. It's like, wait, what? 35 points and 179 passing yards? A rating of 75.2. It's pretty great. I, I, I mean, said this to my wife. The the first drive, um, Singletary had a real nice run for a touchdown, and that that sucked because it was just like, oh, my God, the game just fucking started. Are you kidding me? Um, but, yeah, Allen – I've listened. I've watched this kid for two weeks now. He didn't look good. He's got no juice on the ball. How? I mean, he threw so many balls today that should have been touchdown. I mean, the score should have been sixty-three nothing today. He threw so many balls that he just kind of, he kind of like, eh, you know, like he didn't put anything on him, and defenders are slapping him, you know. Whereas. If he would have put some juice on it, Diggs would have been 10 yards behind the guy for a touchdown. Or Emmanuel Sanders was open all day and he kept missing him. You know, stuff like that. So I, I just – it's today just sucks so bad for me because it's 35 nothing. We got, you know, bragging rights and ass whooped and all that stuff. But I just want to be like, you guys have a lot more to worry about than just beating us. And that's yeah. why I was happy when my wife said, I want to win a Super Bowl. I don't want to beat you. Yeah. And I'm like, there it is because – like I said, you're not going to beat you, – you perform like this today against the Chiefs, you lose 42 to nothing. Or maybe you score because I don't, I don't see where there's Chief defense. But, you know, it's just uh, – it's <sighs> frustrating. It sucks. Okay. Let's, let's table let's that. Let's move on. Let's the move on. Box. Let's table that for a bit. Uh, or, you know, for now, you know, uh, any any – Early prognosis on Tua. So Tua went out, obviously, rib injuries. Hopefully there's nothing. Any early uh, injury report on him? No. From what I've read so far, it's just uh, he's going to go under more tests. Okay. So we'll get into that. I'm going to say Brissett wasn't terrible. If the receivers would catch the ball. Huh? I said he's seasoned. You know, he's, he's hey, played he a bit. he played behind you know? Brady, right? Yeah, Under absolutely. Belichick. He did okay for the Colts. I mean, yeah. I, there's worse backups you could have. He's a backup. <laughs> he's a backup that might be able to go out and, and win you a game. You know, obviously not going to win you a Super Bowl. So if you need him for a week, he might be able to do that for you. It's, yeah, it's, it's a quick, uh, quick flip on the season. Real, you know, real quick. Talk about, like you said, Jekyll and Hyde, how about my emotions? Winning in New England week one and then losing 35-0 at home to the Bills in week two. It's not a – The good thing is scores scores don't matter. Monday, right? Scores that. don't matter. In the end, there's no rankings. It's not college football. It doesn't matter how hey, bad you are. we're still tied lost. for first in the division, right? That's right. With the Bills and the Pats. <laughs> That's right. That's all you need to know, baby. That's all you need to know. <sighs> Another early game. So Tom Brady still looks like Tom Brady at forty-five. How old is he? Forty-four. I mean, it's unfucking believable. Dude, they were slipping there. It was twenty-eight, twenty-five at one point. Yeah, I mean, was at like, that point, it was. Oh, like it was like twenty. It, the score was like twenty-eight to ten, and I think they just. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they, yeah, I understand. I it felt yeah, bad. They, they let up. They 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 saw the score of twenty-eight, and they they gave the the Falcons a little something, and then Matt Ryan, you know. Did what Matt what Ryan happened does. was what happened was Matt Ryan finally realized that Calvin Ridley's on his team. Yeah, yeah, it's unreal. Oh, great. Jesus, 
But uh, yeah, Falcons are really, really bad. Uh, that's really an interesting bad. situation. Like, what are you going to do down there? I mean, Ooh, like Matt Ryan just has to play this shitty season, right? Hey, I'm looking at the box score. Guess who had two pass attempts today? <laughs> yes, that 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 guy, Josh Rosen, <laughs> has two no dying. Yes, <laughs> as I'm dying. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Brady made it look easy, and how I didn't fucking pick up Gronk on every one of my rosters is unbelievable. Four fucking touchdowns in two weeks. <clears throat> Holy shit. It has got to be the most un- like nauseating fantasy situation. <laughs> well, everybody else on that team, like, you know, and, and uh, Mike Evans finally, you know, was found. Finally, it was one week. Everybody was on the ledge about Mike Evans. <laughs> Come on. Uh, but yeah, forty-eight to twenty-five. Uh, the the Bucks are just they're just great, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, you talked about um, oh, talking about Matt Ryan, you know, and you said what are they going to do? I'm sorry, but this this is what happens when you have a quarterback, whether it's the situation or not, that just is okay, just is okay, and with that. We're going to play this voicemail, everybody. What up? It's your boy, the Duke, and I'm calling after another Viking loss. Of course, I'm sure you guys are loving it. Yada, yada, yada. It's still Kirk Cousins, but you know what? Um, I do believe this is getting better. I think they're showing it. We're scoring. Offense looks good. Um, defense needs to get better, tighten things up. I mean, Kyle Murray, I mean, he just extends plays, and it's hard to defeat that, but you still got to do your job. <clears throat> and for fuck's sake, how many more years do we have to be a Viking fan without a goddamn kicker who can nail a kick when it matters? Everything was in our favor to win that game. And, of course, we have to miss, yet again, another game-winning field goal. And we were in that situation because you missed an extra point. The mm-hmm. team is cursed when it comes oh, to the kickers. Oh, boy. Fuck it. Two points from here on out. Go ball to the wall. Score a touchdown. You can't rely on anyone else. Very lighthearted. Skull Vikings. Let's pick it back up. We can still do this. Let's go. Oh, boy. I'll tell you, he's got a good point there, though, um, because Tomlin did that for a few years in Pittsburgh. Just went for two. Yeah. Didn't bother with the uh, with their kicker, who wasn't even as bad as these Minnesota kickers. Yeah, that's, I was brutal. just looking. They, their kicker <clears throat> is this Greg Joseph. I don't even know. Greg Joseph is. I mean, they had Dan Bailey for a while, and obviously we know Blair Walsh. Is that Blair mm-hmm. Walsh, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Um, you know, the, it's, the best part. It's a terrible thing. The best part about this is, too, and I saw this come through, Matt Prater, ex-Lions kicker, which, you know, whatever. I'm not, I'm not mad about it. We don't need to pay a kicker at this point. In, and that's what, as Jets fans – like, the Lions are doing right things by not paying Matt Prater. Matt Prater will not be around in three years. So go do your thing in Arizona. He kicked a 62-yarder today. 
and for the Cardinals. Yeah, he's on the Cardinals now. Well, see there, there's your Vikings opponent. I mean, yeah, damn. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> sixty-two, another. sixty at thirty-eight years old. I think he is. So good on Matt Prater. Uh, but yeah, Chad. I mean, pff, fuck, dude. I don't know. They had to. They had to pick. This is a wild game. I mean, I, I watched a lot of this game. This was a fucking wild game. Minnesota. This team, I mean, we've I've paid a little bit more attention to them since we started doing this show, obviously because being friends with Chad and stuff. But I got to tell you, man, they play some wild friggin' games. They absolutely score. And I mean, I wish the Dolphins had an offense like this team does. I mean, they just they friggin' score points yeah. every time I sit down to watch them, whether I bet for them, against them, or over under, whatever. I'm just like every time I sit down, I'm like, Jesus Christ, not again. I mean, it's like 14 points out of the gate. Yep. You know, Cousins is more than serviceable. The guy's good enough to win. Yes, their defense is clearly suspect, but I didn't think they had a prayer in this game today. Week one overreaction. Yep. But, hey, listen, you're in a division with Detroit, Green Bay, and Chicago. I mean, the season's not over. You got to win next. I mean, you got to win next week. I'm, I'm trying to, like, look ahead here real quick to see who they have. They are at home against Seattle. I'm a big Vikings fan next week because, you know, the M- the MVP and me, we don't really get along. <laughs> but uh, that's, a, that's a tough spot there. I'll tell you what, I'm taking the over in that game, no doubt about it. But, um, but here's the thing, too. So Kirk Cousins, right? Kirk Cousins came out on fire. Three touchdowns in the first, you know, quarter and a half. And then nothing. And I and and Greg, yeah, that's, not, that's not that's not his. It's not 100% his fault. And Delvin Cook, Delvin Cook, still had a great game. You know, he had 131 yards. Was is still you know fucking running at five to six yards a clip. But this is the same thing that 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 Stafford used to do. These are the things that good quarterbacks don't do. They don't disappear, right? Yeah. These are the games that you need your star. To come out and win, and to his but defense, to his, yeah, they right. they had a he chance, did. right? He yeah. did. He, he did. Got, he put them in a position to win the game. When their defense is, I mean, they were up twenty to seven, so clearly the defense isn't holding up their end of the bargain when you're down thirty four thirty three. Yeah, and Chad has said the, that, and he knew that that, and which is funny because for years that was their, I mean, that was their strength, their defense. And now, I mean, how many points in two weeks? I mean, they gave up 25 to, I mean, 25 is okay, but I mean, 60 points in two weeks. It's tough to, tough to, tough to win games that way. I mean, they're showing, I just, I just want to commentate on this game right now. So they keep showing the, so Baltimore is on offense. They keep showing the Baltimore sideline. Oh, and oh, by the way, I already hit the over, and there's six minutes left in the third quarter. But they're showing Mama. the Baltimore defense sitting on the bench, and it's Rob Ryan, yeah. which I can't believe the guy's in the league right now. Yeah. And another one of his coaches, they got nothing to say to their defensive players. They're just kind of standing there looking. He's fixing his friggin' hair. They're yeah. probably just like, well, you got nothing here. The offense yeah. has to keep scoring. That's... I mean, they cannot stop this team. Oh, what I mean, a bullshit flag. There seems to be a lot of those, by the way. Holy shit. Illegal oh, contact. The, league, the league's the, a mess. The targeting. Even yesterday in college football, 
There was a, in that Penn State-Auburn game, really late in the game, there was a, a targeting call that this kid got that the kid got ejected on. It was there was five minutes left in the game. I mean, it was I felt terrible for this kid. I mean, it was a close game and just horrible. I mean, at some point, like I understand you are trying to protect your protect, players. Yeah, yeah. But my cousin and I were big on Cincinnati yesterday, and Indiana was handling them in the first half. And late in the first half, there was a, I mean. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's targeting if you go helmet to helmet. But it was like one of Indiana's best defensive players. And the kid gets booted from the game. And the whole game changed right there. And we went, we won going away. But it's just like, I, I like texted my cousin. I'm like, gotta love that targeting role. You know, like as a joke. <laughs> right. And we win, you know. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of laundry on the field in a lot of these games. Um, It's so funny, too, because it's like, the random hold calls that used to just drive you nuts. Now yep. I see them. I understand. I never complain about a hold. Every review, it's like, <laughs> yep, that's a hold. It's all these other penalties now that I can't stand. Oh, it's like, let's just go back to when there was just holding. <laughs> the yeah, you can't even There's a pass interference call today. Um, I think it was in the Tennessee game. Yeah, it was against Seattle, and you know I love those Seahawks. Oh yeah, but oh my, oh my God, dude! I was even saying like, no, you can't call that. It was such bogus, and the flag came in about two minutes after, and it ended up being like defensive holding or something like that, you know, for them to like make it look better. But oof, boy, yeah, that's bad. That's All right, brutal. anyway, so- real quick before we, there's a the. A couple quick four o'clocks, but I just want to point out, and this is for our boy Chad C., but real quick, I know it's the Jaguars, but the Broncos are 2-0. and Hey, man. And I got to say, every time I look up and they run a highlight, it's this Patrick kid, Terry Kirkpatrick, whatever. I don't know what the hell, which one no, this yeah, is. Yeah, no, Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick. Not, yeah. And then Noah Fant's hooking, hooking me up at Fantasy. I just say, just want to quickly say, you know, well, I do think – the most surprising two and O team is the Raiders. Uh, Denver, same division is right there. So, yeah, yeah. Teddy, Teddy, shout you, out to you wrote it. Teddy, Teddy two He's gloves, having right? a good time. Teddy two gloves. Do not throw a flag on this play. Oh, get out of here! Oh, it's terrible. They're they're gonna come on, PJ. It was third and a million, so they should just decline it anyway. It's not an automatic because that was definitely not roughing. Oh no! It's it's a holding. What's a the holding. call? Oh, it's a okay, holding. okay. Yeah, I agree. Well, They're looking see, at you. See it. the punter get knocked down. I'm yeah, like, he does. And they show yeah. they show the replay six times. He just falls over. Oh, his own player. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But so by the way, and the last thing I'll say about the fight. I mean, Kyler Murray had 400 yards today. I know. So like, but I mean, anything two picks, that's though too. I know, but anything that's said, it's you can't give a fucking 400 yards. I mean, <laughs> are you fucking like? I mean, come on. 400 yards yeah. nobody you can't win that way so well what's going on though with that i mean what was he, he was 29 for 36 you know i got like chase edmonds he's not getting me you know connor's not even being used it it's all pass with him yeah well it's all it's all it's all bootlegs and scrambles run, run, and yeah you yeah, know, yeah run pass option, option yeah yeah rpo yeah. all that it's crazy uh so you brought up Tim, the the late game that we both watched, uh, we don't have to talk about the Cowboys. They suck. And by the way, I mean, Zeke Elliott, like, the guy's not good. Hey, Tony Pollard, bro. Yeah, 
That's all he safe for now. He's it up in this game. I, Look at, see, they're punting again. Yeah. Zeke is not. He's not good. I, no, I'll be, he's, I mean, he's struggling. He it's is. because of hard knocks. <laughs> it is. He is. It's a, he is. The whole world knows that he's in love with Dak, and it's it's screwing up his game. There must be some dick sucking going on there. I don't. I don't understand. I'll tell you sum that up. I'll tell you what too. It was a. It was fourteen eleven, at halftime. We had a little. She- we had some shekels on the over in that game. Nine point second half. I'll tell you. And and listen, San Diego or L.A. or wherever the hell whoever they play for now, Mexico City. They. Um, they can have a good defense. That's great. But for Dallas's D, to, for you to score two field goals, to, for you to score 17 points against Dallas, That's shame on you. Absolutely. And you deserve to lose that game. Yeah. I mean, this is a game the Chargers should have won going away. If you hold Dallas to 20 points, because the first quarter, I thought there was going to be 70 points scored in this game. I mean, Dallas is moving the ball down the field at 25 yards per play. And then all of a sudden, everything changes. So good on the coaching staff of the Chargers to make an adjustment or whatever it was. But boy, oh boy, come on, man. We're, and I'll tell you, to point out the quarterback that's having those second-year issues early, it's Herbert. I mean, they've sure. got 37 total points in two games against... Two NFC East teams. I mean, I don't, I don't think that's good enough at all, right there. There's nobody on that team to me on the Chargers like moves. Nobody's the needle. special, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Nobody. You know, Keenan Allen is is on his. You know, is on is on the downhill. And everybody you know, else's laughable, is, dude, is that yeah. all week in listening to fantasy stuff, Mike Williams was like, oh, this is the must add. This you got to start this guy. Mike Williams. Mike Williams is the biggest bust of the last <laughs> five years. Like, you you I had okay four today. years ago. Yeah. I dealt with it. I was told not to draft him, and I did. And now I've sat back and watched other people bitch about him for the last year. Like, stay away from that guy. Yeah, that, know, and he did have a big game today. That team and that they offense lost. is just – Yeah, they're just they're – just, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Done. Done. Next. Uh, Next song. last game we got started later. I think <laughs> sorry that we wanted to because of that Seattle Tennessee game, and and we won't talk much on it. But Derrick Henry finally showing up, and um, I this Seattle, I it, it let's not do it. Let's not do it again. We did it last year. They made the playoffs. No, it's not. It they just they 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 kind of remind me of Kansas City, just a little bit worse. Like Russ Wilson is just not as good as Mahomes, but he somehow Tyler Lockett gets open all the time. No, no, they don't no. have a running game. No, 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 no. Here, okay. Thank you for mentioning that. I am so sick and tired of watching Tyler Lockett catch the ball, catch a floater. Right. Yep. From Russell between two defenders who are turning in circles because the ball's been up in the air too long. And then turning around and running towards the other pylon for a touchdown. I'm so sick and tired of seeing that highlight. I mean, how Happened many today, for times sure. is this going to happen? It is. I I don't understand it. And and obviously, I mean, it's it's 
Wilson's pocket presence, you know, and him being able to, to extend plays. I mean, that's what it really, and then there's two guys. I, I agree, man. That's what I look at that team. It's, it's like, you just like we were saying with, um, the, the, with the chargers. Yeah, it's good, who's but like who else is there? I mean, and DK, like it's Russ and two guys and that's it. That is it. Yeah, Carson had two touchdowns today. I'm getting my, I'm charging my phone in the other room. I'm like, yes, I know I have him on a team. Guess whose team he's on? My wife's. I'm like, are you <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> I fuck fantasy. But anyway, but yeah, yeah, man. I mean, Medcalf. I would say Medcalf and Lockett are probably. They're both bigger stars than Mike Williams. I mean, oh no, no, Medcalf I don't, I don't mean be that. Bigger than Allen. No, I understand what you're saying though. It's like there's it's just one guy. I mean, yeah. on the Chargers is no guy. It's Herbert in his second year. But yeah, Wilson, it's Wilson and everybody else. Metcalf should be better, but if he's covered, then Lockett gets all the balls. I feel like DK or, Metcalf or is Disney still or whoever their friggin' tight end is. He's still uh, you know, cashing in on that rundown, you know, the the defensive play that he made last year more so than anything. Yeah, he's not yes! broken out. Uh, I can't. Okay. This play, you're going to see this. And okay, I, yeah, I'm, I'm about to see it. I'm looking at Eric B. Enemy for way too long right now. The only reason why I am as elated as that came out was because Who's, of it. Who has the ball right now? Kansas City this, has the ball. Okay, I'm saying the Chief screen Federal. doesn't even show me. Okay, I see where it. Where it okay. Oh, this makes me so happy, TM. Oh boy, I don't know what's about to happen. I don't know what <laughs> makes you happy anymore. You'll see oh, why. just a just a pick. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, just the fact that Mahomes just he, he's throwing as just he's doing too much. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't doesn't go his way. Like that was a terrible play by Patrick Mahomes. Right. And it got picked off. Thank you. Thank you for like, bad quarterback play like having Allen. consequences. God, this fucking guy. And I don't like either of these teams. I hope they both yeah, no, crash and burn. But all right, man. That's it. Oh, the Seattle Tennessee game goes into overtime. Uh well, you had said like Derrick Henry finally showed up. It, yeah. it, it it's t- Tennessee's very Jekyll and Hyde because they didn't look good at all last week, and they didn't look good for the first half of this week. Yeah, true. But yeah, I mean, I drafted Tannehill. I'm just kind of like watching this, like, oh God, what did I do? And yeah, it was good to see. You know, um, AJ Brown had a bad game, but overall, it was good to see them. Excuse me. Uh, come back and win this game. It's the first time Seattle's lost being up. I want to say fifteen point lead at home. First time they ever lost. Good. Fifty-two Good and on one, them. I believe, is what. So I like that. I always like that. I always love to see Russ lose, and their douchey coach. But. um yeah, good win. This was one of my picks for the week. I saw six points in Tennessee uh, for Tennessee in Seattle, and I'm like, oh come on, because I just I I knew Tennessee wasn't gonna just 
you didn't believe you didn't believe it be done. last week. I didn't know if they'd win, but I figured they'd keep it close because I'm with you. I don't. I'm at Seattle's. I don't get it. It's one guy. So, but Tannehill's got to play better. Yeah, um, they, I but, mean that whole team does. By all, well, by their all defense. Means. They didn't have any defense last year. They were winning games forty-two, thirty-five every week. So it's it. That's kind of why I took him in fantasy because I'm like, well, what the hell? I mean, then score all these points, but. Um, yeah, it's a weird division. We'll 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 analyze this more as we get going. Yeah, that was a terrible play by Mahomes. Just fucking tuck it, bro. You're up You're what 11, two touchdowns? Eleven, yeah. It's... All right. Well, that's it, TM. We've got uh, Lions Packers. You uh, care to make a uh, prediction for tomorrow? Um, can I please just get a big game out of Devontae Adams? I. You just know. need anything, anything yeah, from the, anybody on the Packers. Sign, yeah, all signs point to a Packer blowout, but you know this is the NFL, and so the big spreads this week. You took Houston plus thirteen; they covered. The other big spread was Tampa, who did cover, but it was twenty-eight twenty-five in the fourth quarter. You just never know with this stuff. I'm very skeptical on Aaron Rodgers this season. I think something's going on there, whether it's his hair or his wife or Jeopardy or golf or all of the above mixed in with him not wanting to be there. I don't know, but you gotta you gotta lay the hammer in this game, and if you don't, then it's trouble. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I have no confidence in my own team. Just, uh, you know, play tough, like pound some faces. And I want to see the offensive line look good. And I want to see Goff throw downfield. I don't care if we lose. Show progress. Let the rookies play. And uh, that's it. We'll go from there. Uh, Ryder Cup this weekend, TM. Super pumped. Here we go. USA. USA. Sorry. So give me give me something on this. What what give me a reason to watch? I, I don't. I mean, you're not I understand a, you're not a Ryder Cup is, guy. Who who hates each other on the team? Because <laughs> oh, that seems to be the. I uh well I mean so Brooks Kepka obviously and and uh, Bryson Douche Duchambeau obviously hate each other. Um, yes. And then this uh, Cantley guy, him and Duchambeau have an issue. Um, and then Brooks just came out last week. And so I used to think he was a douche and then I liked him cause he hated Bryson. And now he came out this past week and was like, well, I don't really like the Ryder cup cause it gets me out of my rhythm and I can't just do what I want. And I've got to do what the team wants to do. And I'm like, dude, then, wow. then just stop. Like nobody's like forcing you to play. I, it's. To me, I just love the ride. But a name like Brooks is no <laughs> better than Bryce. <laughs> but I, I just love the Ryder Cup. I love like the format. Caddyshack, it, man. Right. It changes. You know, it's 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 it's. So it's 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 USA versus Europe, right? Always. So it's not uh, Europe. It's just it's like the UK. It's just the UK. So guys like. So who did John Rom play for? So John Rahm doesn't play it, in the Ryder Cup. He they just in. showed him in the commercial. It did? Yeah. No, it didn't. Yes, it did, bro. They showed him celebrating oh, a putt well, obnoxiously. Then they're, dumb. Then they're dumb. he is what, Portuguese or Spanish, right? Uh, yeah, Spanish. Yeah. 
Yeah, no. And then, like, because, like, Jason Day and Adam Scott, like, all those guys are Australian. They don't play. That's the right, President's right. Cup is, like, the the USA versus the world or whatever. Anyway, so I don't know. They're dumb then. Or maybe you're dumb. Maybe it wasn't. <laughs> Okay. Maybe it wasn't. You know you're gonna you're gonna stay on this call after we stop recording, <laughs> and you're gonna wait for them to run that promo. Here, That's right. Running it again. That's right. Anyway, but yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I love it. It's uh, it's one of the cool things, and it's it's in Wisconsin, so it will be like at reasonable times to watch. For you. Yeah. All right. Nice. Whatever, man. Anybody else? <laughs> I'll, I'll come back it. with my full report. I'm ready. My full report. All right, we're calling everybody uh, 708-316-8822. If you don't like what we say, let us hear it. That's all I can say. Anything else? That's it. Come on and call in. Let's go. We're 4-2 we're and two this week, baby. Let's do it. All right, we'll see everybody next week. Peace. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget... Shut up! I'm waiting. You know what? Fuck him and fuck you.